0: So, what we do on Let Us Explain is dive deep on something that we can't stop thinking about for other people who can't stop thinking about that thing, too. That means we'll be talking about anything and everything that sometimes includes spoilers. But before we jump into the spoiler zone, we want to talk a little bit more generally about the platform. I am your co host, Zachary Shevich, and joining me, the proud owner of a Samurai Plus, it's Arturo Zurita.
1: How are you guys doing? Uh, I remember catching this one back at TIFF, and it even won the Midnight Award, which is a huge mm-hmm. category, so I'm excited to talk about this one, because now it's on Netflix, and uh, I think everyone has time on their hands to be able to catch this one on Netflix. Exactly,
0: yeah. We think this one might uh, surprise some people and maybe become a little bit of a word-of-mouth hit. We're definitely uh, going to try and do our part in that. Also joining us to do that, S.O.V.O., the producer-intern Fernando.
2: So glad to be here, guys. Yeah, it was... a. Uh Got to catch this a little bit early, and I'm excited to talk about it here today.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, it, because the platform is a Spanish-blend of f- science fiction and horror. It's been newly released worldwide on Netflix. It's set in a large tower style prison. Inmates are fed by a platform that gradually descends from the top tower until, until no food remains for the inmates on the bottom floors. And if you're sensing an allegory for the class system or distribution of wealth, well, then you're onto something. You got it. The movie premiered, as Art mentioned, at the 2019 Toronto Film Festival where it won People's Choice Award for Midnight Madness. Art, what did you think of the platform?
1: So having seen it in September of 2019 and rewatching it in the spring of 2020, completely different movie. We've talked about this in the past, how movies can have completely different connotations. It's happened several times. We'll catch a movie at a festival. Four months will pass by. That is a completely different, like there's a completely different connotation meaning to the movie because of world events that have happened Uh, That is this movie right here, especially when everyone's cooped up at home. I do really enjoy a lot of the, um, because I think there's like two ways to to put it, the themes, the metaphors of the movie, and then also like what the main guy is going through. I don't know if you wanted to like break down um, what the platform itself is, what the rules are.
0: Uh, well, I mean, I think we can get into some of the specifics okay. uh, a little bit later in our spoilers section, but there is this sort of idea of you have this like limited amount of time with the food, and you share a cell or a floor mm-hmm. uh, with another cellmate.
1: Uh, originally, because I know this is a Spanish film, it was called the pit, if I'm not mistaken. El so oil? it's just inter- yeah, it was the hole, really. So it's kind yeah. of interesting to like see it flip that instead of focusing on the hole. The American version focuses on the void, the, the, the actual thing that's that's uh, mi- that's missing in there. But uh, no, I I enjoyed the movie. There's just aspects of it, which we'll get into the spoilers, that I feel could have been flourished a little bit more. And my second watch, some of those were kind of like I noticed them a second time around. But having a Q and A with the director, it felt like a lot of the things were open into interpretation, which isn't a bad thing, but may have people overthinking the movie possibly.
0: Yeah, this is from director Galder Gaztelu Urutia, uh, uh, and it's definitely a, a really interesting vision from him. I think the uh, film uh, has been received pretty well uh, in uh, in Spain. I think it picked up some awards. Uh, but Fernando, how squeamish did the platform make you in comparison to other horror movies? Because it's not very—it's not exactly advertising itself uh, as a horror, gar- gory horror movie. I think.
2: Yeah, definitely wasn't. Um expecting as much goriness um just from like seeing like the the poster from it and the concept of it um but it definitely goes there um it's definitely like hard r and i also agree with art on a lot of what he said i think a lot of the themes and um class dynamics they try to portray um can get maybe overthought by some people um and i think At least for my end, the thing I enjoyed most about it was just, like, from an entertainment value. I thought it was a really fun movie, um, Mm -hmm. and I enjoyed watching it. Um, And luckily, I do think um, from the main character's perspective, like, at least for me, I was, like, rooting for him. I was, like, hoping he was getting a good number. Um, So on that end, I think the movie succeeded. um, Because I definitely think if you don't have a character that you're rooting for or, like, a good main character, it kind of, like... It wouldn't be as effective as it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
0: there's a certain way in which the platform just kind of throws you into the action. You know, yeah. you just uh, wake up uh, with Goreng uh, mm-hmm. in, and he is in the. He's already in the tower prison. Uh, the platform is like about to descend. It doesn't give you like his journey into the tower until a little bit later in the film. Mm-hmm. So in that way, it, I, I feel like it just launches you right into the action in a, mm-hmm. in a very riveting way. And uh, because you're just as lost as he is, you're able to kind of get this connection with him. He, he's a fun character and you kind of, I think he kind of shares our morals throughout, whereas mm-hmm. you come up against all these other people who are more used to life inside of this prison and their morals have become all skewed. Uh, what were, were you guys surprised by this movie's twists and turns? Because it is kind of a twisty movie.
1: Yeah, I, I think what makes it interesting is that, like you said, you're following along with him. So all the information that he's getting is from the first guy who he's with, the Trima, Trimagasi, I think is what his name was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Ovio. Uh, you know, can you really trust the guy who decided his only thing to bring was going to be the samurai plus? Like, I don't know. Uh, but he's the first person who's telling him everything that he needs to know. And he thinks, okay, well, according to him, there's this many levels. And as he meets more people, he goes, okay, it's this. There's never really definitive answers that he's getting. So he needs to like, kind of like get into the action of, uh, what he needs to do. Um, so I found that part intriguing because you oh, every time you think it's going to get boring, because it really is, you know, movies like Cube do this where everyone's just inside one place, but it continues to expand and expand and expand. One of my favorite movies that, that is very similar to a, a bottle location is Exam. Uh, this is kind of similar to that where as soon as it's about to get boring between two people, somebody else will come in from the platform or you'll have another thing or somebody else will bring a completely different viewpoint to the morality of what's going on here or uh, the bigger scope of things. And I found that I found that pretty interesting.
0: And you guys bought into this world because it, it does take a certain uh, level of buy-in to some kind of dystopic society that would yeah. uh, allow this. And uh, also we find out uh, that Goring has elected to mm-hmm. enter the tower uh, rather than being pr- imprisoned there, uh, mm-hmm. which I, I still don't quite understand the logic behind making that decision. But so
1: I, he here's it, it my... didn't
0: keep me from enjoying the ride.
1: Yeah. Do you have any interpretations of that? Because I will put it to you there. Even when we get into spoilers, this is a movie where the directors vehemently do not want to answer anything. They'll be like, yeah. "I don't know." We just, you know, uh, that's what we got up from Tiff. My interpretation of that was that that's what allows this system, like you said, it's in the future. You know, yeah. as much as you want to nitpick it, the platform itself, the technology for something to levitate like that. All right, we're playing in different rules. I yeah. figured that that's the way that they're able to bypass things. Because a big critique of this is. Um, Where are the rich in this metaphor? And I think they're in the movie. They're just not playing by those rules. Uh, I'll get a little bit more into that.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, I just, I don't know how deep that metaphor goes to me. I kind of feel uh, it, it works in a very simplistic, like, you know, do, are you taking your fair share Kind of Mm -hmm. question, but I don't. To me, I don't know if I buy uh, that it goes much deeper than that in the movie. At least I don't personally buy it. Uh, But as just in terms of the pace of the action and the horror, uh, I was I was with this movie. You know, it keeps the pace moving. It it cuts, and all of a sudden, a month has passed, and Mm -hmm. uh, it, it didn't feel that jarring. You know, I was along for the ride, so I do think this is a really fun. Uh, kind of vision, even though it's got the kind of bar like saw level body horror that uh, might want me leave people like looking away from the screen.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think the pacing is really good, especially because um, as the movie starts, like you said, it like throws you right in there, and mm-hmm. he gets paired up with the Trimigasi character, the old the old man. And I was like, okay, so is he gonna? Is this gonna be his like part, his supporting character like throughout the whole thing? But the movie does a really um interesting thing where it changes and then even by like the third act a completely new character gets introduced but you still like like him like mm-hmm. and we'll get into that but yeah i think i think the pacing was pretty good
0: Okay, so I think we should open this thing up to platform spoilers. So if you can't handle the truth or haven't seen the movie, now is your chance to get out and watch a spoiler-free edition of the Intercut Podcast, including our recently posted podcast about Hollywood's reaction to coronavirus. Uh, But you can stick with us. We're going to talk a little bit more about the platform, get into some specifics. Art, uh, things become a lot clearer after Goring wicks up in his third month on the 33rd floor with Uh Imoguiri. I believe her name is. She explains to him that there's enough food on the platform for everybody in the tower, but only if everyone takes their fair share. And she begins trying to ration food and convince the floors below to ration as well. Art, did the way that the movie spelled out its morals detract from the experience for you in any way? Uh,
1: Well, that's what I was saying. You know, a lot of people have been calling this like the vertical snow piercer uh and while it is that it's the same thing that you were saying there's certain aspects of the story where again in a second viewing i i may argue some things for the director that he didn't want to argue for himself but yeah you know it's like the more you think about it the less it's going to make sense and you realize it's really just a metaphor but if it's a tale it's a tale and i think that she plays a very crucial part she reminded me a lot of a sorry to bother you type character Mm. Which uh, I think mo- most of us enjoyed that movie, yeah, uh, Boots that. Riley's movie from Sundance, uh, and where she was almost kind of the sellout character. I used to work for them, I didn't know it was like this. And then she opted to be in there. So there's almost this idea that there's an illusion. Uh, you know, even our main character decided to go into this system, into this platform, into this pit because he wanted to, one, quit smoking, read a book, and then the third one being um, that he was get able to get a degree. What we learned with his previous partner was that he was there because he had accidentally murdered someone, but he didn't really care because it was someone who didn't need to be in that country to begin with. And thus he brings his his knife to defend himself. And he has the ideology that anyone below him is beneath him. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And everyone above him is above him uh very crazy way of thinking i would yeah. not recommend it uh but obviously goreng has a completely different viewpoint and where he definitely is supposed to be the audience who's trying to to ban the people up on top and the people from the bottom and i think he realizes with every act that there's a certain thing that he needs to do and it's very sorry to bother you mm-hmm. he needs to be the one to make it to the top and from that system go down and try to form uh platform where people are actually listening to each other to be able to create uh, a a system that is able to feed everybody Mm
2: -hmm.
1: to not be so over the head on a metaphor but yeah
2: yeah i definitely i I was gonna say i do think though like uh with the pacing of the movie though it definitely puts him in a difficult position at times especially after he goes through his second month and he gets placed Mm -hmm. Um, in the very far level, I think it was one seventy-one yeah. or something. With, yeah. So uh, uh,
0: just to cut in, I think uh-huh. the movie does a really interesting thing in that uh, it starts with him on the I believe seventy-something floor, uh, <laughs> where he is kind of. I would say he's like, if you want to extend the analogy of the movie, he's a little bit of middle class. He does get yes. some stuff. He's going to mm-hmm. be okay, but he's not exactly like comfortable, like yeah. like happy or whatever you want to have it. And then. Uh, in that shift, when he goes to the hundred something, hundred seventy something floor, he's definitely in the lower lower class, and he's not. Th- there's nothing that trickles down mm-hmm. to that point.
2: Yeah, yeah. Especially after <laughs> this man was the heaviest sleeper. Uh, he was, like they wrapped he uh, Trimagasi wrapped him up, and he was gonna eat him. Like he was like, you know, bro. Like I'm sorry, but after a couple weeks, I'm just gonna lose it. Um, uh, but luckily, he survives that. But after going through that experience, he's kind of like disillusioned and he doesn't really care anymore. So once he gets paired with um, the lady, she's kind of more the one that's trying to like help people or like, you know, r- reason with people. think yeah. Yeah. And he's like, don't even bother. Like, just they're not going to do anything.
0: One of the things that uh, becomes kind of interesting as the platform goes along is uh, his sort of Induction into that world, where it takes him going through some real, uh, real traumatic experiences for him to kind of adopt some of that prison mindset. And yep. as you mentioned, wh- whereas uh, while uh, Imoguiri on the thirty third floor uh, does sort of try to take the charitable opinion and try to uh, you know extend that thinking outward, mm-hmm. uh, he, it's combined with his more like hard-nosed, real- realistic view of what life is like in the tower mm-hmm. where they're finally able to get some stuff done. Uh, and, you know, I-, I do feel like if you wanted to extend uh, that I- thinking to the analogy you could, but I'm not so sure if that's where to me, the metaphor holds up, Uh, you know, like that in order to enforce, you know, some kind of class solidarity, you need violence or something like, I I don't know what the message is there to me. It's just that central metaphor makes for a really fun uh, situation to explore the dynamics of. And that's where the movie works to me is just, Mm -hmm. they've created a a plot that is very, very uh, dynamic and, and, it propels you through the story
1: mm-hmm. yeah and like I think I agree with you he's broken down if the first person who he sees is this crazy old man who ties him up and it's something him he's gonna eat him, <laughs> then he's gotta eat that old man yeah and then he's yeah. gotta eat the woman mm-hmm. and then by the time he gets this third partner who is very he's a religious fanatic yeah. that, that's how he, he starts off uh, and they have this plan to go down. And, like you said, at that point, he turns into murdering. So it's almost like put like you said, putting him in the situation, this pressure cooker is what turns a person who was more in the middle to someone who's got to go to extremes right. and uh I was talking to Fernando about this beforehand because, like, I always like searching up the names to see what, what they mean. Now, this is a Spanish film, but uh, the translation to his name is To Fry. And technically, that's what happens at the oh. end when he decides to go down to what is known as the pit. And he's yeah. practically, um, as he speaks to the ghost um, yeah. or his his conscience, really, mm-hmm. that uh, takes the form of the old man, He uh, it's almost like his retribution. Because one of the big goals that they have at the end um, is to send the, the, the food, the the. Panacotta, back right. up the, the, the cake remember, yeah. so um, what did you
0: guys think about that whole like uh, one of the later twists in the film or later stages of the film is when he does get to uh, was it the f- sixth floor fourth floor mm. sixth floor yeah, uh,
2: six,
0: yeah yeah he's
1: on the sixth floor when he starts doing the thing of, of going down
0: yeah they ultimately decide that in order to get a message across that they're going to uh, go all the way down on the tower and enforce uh, that people take their fair share. Uh, did how? What did you think about that moment in the film?
1: So they automatically assume everyone is violent and that's because it is a system that is created from people who want to come in and play with the rules and then people who are legitimate criminals. <laughs> I agree with you where, again, it's a situation type movie. It's not trying to give you any, and I think that's why in the Q&As he never wanted to answer anything because he's like, look, this is just what happens in a situation like this when people are put into this. Um, I like the idea that at the end it ends up being the girl. Or, or the little, the, the kid that they send up, because that to them is a message. The entire time, you know, he was told, the person who, who, who screened me and now is my cellmate, she thought there was 200 floors. Mm-hmm. And now I'm on floor 333, because they they, if someone dies on a platform, they don't even, it doesn't even stop. It just continues to go all the way down. So when he decides to send the girl instead of, you know, because they feed her the cake instead, I think that that's him realizing that it's not the people who can make this work. The entire system is broken. And I think that that's where he, on my second viewing, I really saw the message that he was trying to give. Cause at first, like you said, it very much seems like it's indicting the people who are just trying to survive and saying that they're bad and there's people pooping on each other. And you know, after a month they turn extremely evil. And it's like, it's almost making you feel like humankind, like there's no humanity, but they're put in a scenario that's like built to fail. And when they even told you there couldn't be kids in there, and I don't even know your theories on the kids because there is another character we have yet to mention who fabricates looking for a kid. Mm-hmm. There's the abil- there's the idea that someone could have had this child in there, and instead right. of pulling her out, they didn't. So I think that the ending really showcases that he realizes, I came in here voluntarily, mm-hmm. and you know, voluntarily into the system of trying to get a degree. Who you know maybe get into debt or whatever yeah. it is. Did you
0: have any interpretation of that whole like she has a child, she doesn't have a child, there's no children in here, and there ultimately was a child in there back and forth? Because I, uh, I I didn't. What do you what do you uh, what do you
2: think? I think, I feel it's it, it's more of a thing of like they're just um, collateral. I think like when I was watching it, the um, the character of Imoguri where she was like, yeah, she works for this corporation or whatever and mm-hmm. she says oh there's only 240 or whatever like to me that was like an example that even the people that work for these corporations like they don't don't know. don't get the whole picture you know like she's only fed half of the information too so she's also like in in the dark for a lot of things that are going on in the world um so i think the fact that she's like yeah no one under 16 is allowed to come in here I think that's also part of it where she doesn't know and she's she, doesn't just, know. she does she doesn't she's just putting people in there as her job um and i think that the kid being in there is just like like a part of the system that some people aren't, aren't even aware of that get affected exactly right? yeah and the fact that she so the ki- that little girl is always at the bottom floor right like she's never moved like she's that's on s- uh
0: 333 yeah is where they find her there. i believe Yeah, I mean, I would I would interpret it that way because she was down there by herself. But then again, like, how has she survived?
1: There you go. So, again, perfect example of where the movie kind of gets like, wait, what? Yeah, (laughs) because when you get so gory, you're also getting very detailed. Yeah. Yeah. Which causes people to want to know, all right, well, then how would someone survive here? And Mm -hmm. exactly. Then you get to something where it's it wants to be a metaphor. It's kind of like us. I want to be a metaphor, unless I want to be a little bit of a thriller, which kind of takes away from the metaphor. Wait, no, let's go back to the metaphor type thing. Um, so do you think it's her daughter and they just wanted to carry on the story of making her feel crazy, misinformation?
0: It, 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 I interpreted it as she, it like, quote unquote, adopted her when she yeah. saw her. But That's maybe. good.
1: Yeah, That's good. Yeah.
0: Uh, I also don't know how ultimately relevant. I, I'm not so sure. I'm confused by that aspect of the movie. If I'm being completely honest, mm-hmm. uh, Fernando, I wanted to go back to your reaction to being pooped on. Oh, <laughs> was yeah. that was that oh your uh, gosh. most disgusting move? Point of the movie? There was a lot of <laughs> disgusting. moments Yeah,
2: in there this was. Film. I mean, even from the start, once like the platform first gets up there, like, and the old man goes to town on like the the leftovers. That was disgusting yeah. as well to, to watch um but definitely I, that moment was a mix of disgust but also like like utter, who like who does that yeah like <laughs> um and again that goes to show like um i forgot his name um but the guy with the rope and he's like begging these people to mm. help him like this is as close as he's got into the top and the best chance that he has um, and they're like they're like thinking it over they're like kind of playing with him in a sense and they're like, yeah, sure, we'll help you. And then she like poops on his face, like.
0: Yeah, you knew something was coming, but yeah. I don't know. If I thought they were going to like it to be that. I
2: thought they were going to like let go of the rope and have him fall to his death. Yeah. But yeah, that was very humiliating and disgusting as hell, but also kind of funny. But yeah,
0: yeah, I'm also with you with on the uh, disgustingness of that initial food. Yeah, just because you know, I, I I know there's certain movie magic in. Uh, the 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 poop scene mm-hmm. or in the removing of like the calf muscle you know i i, I but like the eating of gross food it just puts me there a little yeah, too yeah. viscerally and yeah i don't like that's it. the one
1: that did it for you not the <laughs> cannibalism we can work with yeah yeah like come on some manners at the table please at the platform <laughs>
0: Well, that that the food is all like picked over, and yeah. uh, the, the, the way they like are stomping on the yeah, food and, they, like, and stuff step later
2: over everything. It's like yeah, ugh.
0: it's just not a movie that you should probably be eating dinner during. Is mm-hmm. the least I would yeah, say
2: for sure.
1: A really good production design though for that and how they created everything. I don't know what the budget on it was, but yeah. you know, for the such a simple mm-hmm. outline which is supposed to be that. But the flashbacks I think really help. Because imagine just being in these like, mm-hmm. yeah. concrete walls would have been boring if you didn't have the flashes to them making the food, the flashes to how he got screened to be in there and, and such. The guy and, yelling at somebody because it's not perfect.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and to like uh, further expand on the, the idea of how well-paced the m- movie is, it's also a film that doesn't overstay its welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting that... Uh, when we do finally get to the ending, that it doesn't show you the ramification or even the fruition of their plan. It just shows you, like, okay, this is the decision we're making and we'll see what happens from here. It's a little bit ambiguous, I guess, in that way. Leaves it to Um, you. Yeah, Uh, but all all those elements were things that I think worked in the movie's favor uh, for me uh, just as, like, a a fun but uh, viscerally... Re, viscerally compelling story you know I, mm-hmm. it's a movie that you're going to feel uh whether or not you particularly enjoy those feelings and the the disgust you're getting yeah. from it yeah
1: it definitely uh, a fernando,
0: depressing one sorry uh what were you saying
1: oh just that it's depressing that's <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. it uh fernando uh, suggested this question before mm-hmm. we started But what would be the one thing You would want to bring into the tower With you if you were uh, Imprisoned this is of course you know uh, because uh, Greg uh, Goreng brings his copy of Don Quixote And uh, everybody Has something with them he Makes the really bad um. decision of bringing a dog And a dog that looks like a sausage <laughs> As well so you, you guess you can know where that's headed uh, Fernando do you have an answer to this?
2: It was because I was thinking it over, um, and I was I was kind of thinking like maybe well a weapon is like the ob- like a pretty obvious safe choice you know so to yeah. like, protect yourself um, I mean the rope was a kind of a good idea um, so uh, like these two people as they were going down brought like kiddie pool to like entertain themselves I guess <laughs> um, but like I think I guess a book because like you can't like really like take a tv because what are you gonna watch you can't take a phone because animal crossing <laughs> yeah you can't because um, you only got one item i don't know how lenient they are if like if you yeah. can, like, take a journal can you also take a pencil like i don't know so take i guess a vending machine yeah so i guess a book is like yeah. pretty good i don't know what book i'd pick but um i definitely think something that could last you a while the bible the bible maybe <laughs> the yeah. holy one the holy virgin holy bible mm-hmm. what about you guys Y'all are,
0: th- are are being way too tame with about what this. What are you I, getting?
1: A flamethrower?
0: Some yeah. kind of weapon, a gun, yeah, yeah. maybe. Oh,
1: yeah, it's got to be a gun. I mean, yes. it's got to be a knife. You can't do a gun because you'd run out of ammunition. You don't know how long yeah, you're going yeah. to be there for. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I do like his idea of it being a book because mine would have probably been a notepad, but I'd rather mm. have a book with some empty pages in the back. So now I got a twofer and right in between. Um, I'd but bring another person. No pencil, I'd bring another person then. Oh, there you uh, go. Endless conversations. One of, us may start. <laughs> One of us may start by the end of it.
0: You'd force Alina into that hellscape with you?
1: Hey. Taking my wife. Going into it, I didn't know what it was. They had nice opposites <laughs> at, you know, they were offering stuff outside. That's the whole point, is that this is run by the rich who are trying to put you in a system. They don't care. Yeah. yeah. So they dupe you into it, thinking you're going to get a college degree. And then you get a Pana Coda that you got to send up.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, any final thoughts on the platform?
2: Um... Yeah, so, so I was watching it with um our friends uh Andres that went to Sundance with us, you know, and I'm gonna give him all the credit on this. And when he said this, I like it hit like too close to home, but you know, <laughs> as Goreng was going to different levels, he was like, it's almost like going like picking your e waitlist number at Sundance. You never know what you're gonna get like one day one, <laughs> one, one movie you might get fucking very hen, similar and then another number you get 312 and you're like I god it, damn it
1: you know at 112 at the echoes you can still get in 112 yeah, yeah. on the platform you are not eating you're, screwed, you're not getting yeah. food
2: yeah so that was just funny but uh no overall I enjoyed it um the way you take the metaphors I think it's up to you obviously people could read into it more um but oh, I think it's just entertaining and uh yeah I think it's more like a Definitely, like horror fans are gonna love it. It's gonna be yeah. more like a maybe cult-ish like type of movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I see it. Yeah,
0: I just feel like it's not that deep, but yeah. I really like it. You yeah, know, yeah. like I don't want to I don't want to get into like a prolonged philosophical discussion about yeah. it. But I enjoyed the experience and I thought it was really well made. I, I'm definitely curious to see uh, what else this director's got coming. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree with you. There's a couple of holes in there that the story, you know, you wish it was just a little bit more fleshed out. But uh, like you said, something can touch on themes, but people think that something with metaphors or themes is also telling you what you should believe and mm-hmm. it's not right. something can graze it and it's not going to give you an answer and I think that's what this does in showing yeah, it's like you... a thought experiment exactly mm-hmm. it's showing you just a scenario and how this particular character who you're, character who you're following in order to find redemption uh, ends up going to the pits and uh, it's left into interpretation that sometimes in order to make a difference it's a quote that he actually says change doesn't come that fast it's phrased a, a little bit differently but that's what he realizes and uh, yeah, leaves it up to you yeah. Yeah, what kind of change? Yeah, it's not spontaneous. So what kind of change will you start making?
0: Yeah. All right. So I think that's all for this edition of Let Us Explain on Intercup. You can catch more from me, Zach Shevich, by following me on Twitter, Instagram, or Letterboxd at ZShevich. And check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash show Fernando, where can people find more from you?
2: People can find me on Twitter at border underscore logic. And you guys border can logic. also f- follow my Letterboxd, uh, which is Fernando underscore films.
1: Art. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Let Me Explain or The A to Z Show. And you can find me every week here on the Intercut Podcast.
0: Yes, you can listen to every episode of the Intercut Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever your podcatcher is. I like Overcast. Then, make sure you're subscribed not just to the audio feed, but to the video feed as well at youtube.com slash intercutpod where you can catch our bright, smiling faces as we break down the latest in entertainment. Find new episodes of the Intercut Podcast every Friday, as well as these Let Us Explains, which we're going to drop sporadically, and if there's any movies that you're looking for us to maybe go a little bit deeper on, let us know in the comments or emailing us at intercutpod at Gmail.com. You can also leave us a comment, like the video, and consider heading over to iTunes to give us a five star review. Five star reviews are the best way to help spread the word about the show and get our podcast in more people's feeds. So please help us out with that. Like our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter pages, all of them are at Intercut Pod to get updates throughout the week from Art, from Fernando, from me, from all of our guests here on Intercut. Thanks again for tuning in, and until next time. The Panacata is the message.